Oh, control your mind, control your life. Think different theory, baby. That's what we do. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Think Different Theory. I'm your host, Josh Forty. All right, check this out. Article here today. Got it up on my iPad here from Elon Musk. Elon Musk uh, this is on Fox News. It was also, I, I think it was on CNN as well, or Fox Business. Um, Elon Musk says, too many MBAs are running American companies. This is great, all right? I'm gonna read you a part of this article here. I wanna talk about this here today. Uh, trying different styles for the podcast, by the way. Uh, getting a little bit creative here, but here we go. Ready, Elon Musk says, MBAs might as well stand for misguided bum ap- academic. Oh man, the billionaire Tesla chief thinks too many American companies are run by business school graduates who care more about numbers than delivering for their customers. Quote, I think there might be too many MBAs running companies, Musk said during a Wall Street Journal uh, CEO summit this week, referring to the Master of Business uh, Administration's degrees. Quote, there is an MBAization of America, which I think is maybe not that great. There should be more focus on the product itself, less time on boardroom meetings, less time on financials, he added. Musk argued, this is great, pay attention here, this is super important, okay? Musk argued that companies... form well financially when they have a strong product or service that they work to improve. But some business leaders, quote, have it backwards because they get preoccupied with numbers and lose sight of the product's importance, he said. All right, now, Elon Musk, obviously, as we know, is the second richest man in the world right now. Um, When I spend too much time in a conference room, that is when things have gone um, uh, awire for me. And when I spend time on the factory floor or really using the cars, thinking about the rockets, that's when things have gone better. Now, this is super interesting, okay? Here's the deal. Now, regardless, I mean, regardless of what you think of Elon Musk, okay? Uh, And I love Elon Musk. He is probably, like, he's in top three favorite entrepreneurs that I follow for sure. I mean, it's like him and Russell Brunson are probably top two. Um, But right, Elon Musk, regardless of what you think of the guy, it is impossible to say that he is not an incredibly smart and incredibly intelligent uh, guy, right? And that he has done, uh, in fact, I think, I think he even says, yeah, he has a bachelor's degree in economics and physics from the Ivy League University of Pennsylvania, but he doesn't have a graduate degree to his name. He said that he dropped out of the PhD program at Stanford University where he planned to research energy storage technologies for electric vehicles. Okay, here's the deal. Here's a dude, he's the second richest man in the world, recent, uh, added billions of dollars in net worth this year. I I think he was in the top 10 or top 20 at the beginning of this year. Now he's number two. But regardless of what you think of Elon, you cannot ignore the fact that he's brilliant. He's very smart individual, right? Uh, He has created, uh, I believe it is the largest. In fact, let me, let me, let's look this up. Uh, I think, um, is Tesla the largest car company now? Largest car company. Let's see. Uh, Tesla just became the world's most valuable automaker. This was July 1st of 2020 uh, when the electric vehicles market value surpassed Toyota's for the first time. So as of July 1st of this year, July 14th, there's another article. Um, uh, he, it was the largest, it was the largest company. So it's either the largest or the second largest now. I don't know if someone has surpassed it, but Regardless, it's a it's a very successful company. It's probably one of the newest car companies out there. And he's grown this to be the largest company in the world. Now, how did he do it, okay? He did it by actually focusing on the product, by focusing on the end consumer. Now, there's a book. Uh, a buddy of mine recommended it to me. Hold on, let me grab it here, okay? Um, bring my microphone with me. It's called Zero to One. Where is it? I have so many books. Um, well, maybe I won't be able to find it. 
too many books here. Okay, anyway, it's called Zero to One, and it's by, oh, come on. It's got to be here somewhere. Here it is, Zero to One, by Peter Thiel, okay? Peter Thiel uh, is a billionaire investor. He was uh, one of the early investors in, uh, I believe, PayPal, Facebook, um, things like that, right? And so he wrote this book, it's called Zero to One. In fact, it's been endorsed. This book uh, delivers completely new and refreshing ideas on how to create value in the world. Um, in fact, it was endorsed uh, by Elon Musk, by Mark Zuckerberg, which I know there's, once again, like you might not agree with the social stance or how people like Mark Zuckerberg are using their influence, but regardless, these are very brilliant people, right? Um, and uh, Elon Musk says, uh, Peter Thiel has built multiple breakthrough companies in zero to one shows how. Okay, so in this book, uh, Peter Thiel makes this argument, okay? He, he basically says that one of the things that is killing uh, society right now, and I don't remember the exact terminology or the exact lingo that he used. Um, it wasn't killing, but basically hurting society, right? Is the fact that we are, we've stopped innovating, okay? And we as a society care more about and focus more on profits, and focus more on money management and not losing money than we do about actually taking that money and investing into revolutionary ideas. And so we have, and this is, goes right along with Elon Musk's point, right? This, uh, this idea that we have all these MBAs run, running companies. So what is, if you go to business school, which by the way, I went to business school for like one semester and dropped out and I've done just fine, just FYI. And um, anyway, if you go to business school, what are they gonna teach you, right? They teach you about, okay, here's how to maintain profit in the company, right? Here's how to balance the books. Here's how to go out and, but they don't actually teach you most of the time. I understand there's exceptions to the rules and things like that. There's good, good, you know, good teachers out there or whatnot, but they're going to teach you how to focus on profits and how to uh, resolve conflicts or how to make sure that you're legally protected or how to make sure that, you know, your sheets are balanced or whatever. Right. And the problem with that is you've, we've turned society into, well, a society that has been controlled by Wall Street. And this is why people have a negative view of capitalism, okay? I actually really believe this, okay? Uh, the reason that a lot of people, especially young people, have this negative view of capitalism is because they go to school and they go to college, they go to these universities, which by the way, what percentage, it's some crazy percentage of um, college professors are liberal. What percentage of college professors are liberal? Is some it's some crazy percent. Uh, do, 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 do. where is it at? I think it was, it was like seventy something percent or eighty something percent. It might even be higher than that. Uh, I'll, I'll have to find it. Maybe I can po post the article to it. Um, maybe say are um, how many? Oh gosh, I have cap locks on. How many left leaning? college professors. Uh, this was back, oh man, that was, that's old, that's 19. Okay, so in 1998, 60%, 60% <laughs> back in 1998 uh, were liberal leaning. Um, but no, I forget, I'll have to find the article that it was. Anyway, it was like 70 or 80 or even maybe even 90%. Oh, here you go, here you go. Um, uh, liberal, liberal professors outnumber conservative professors nearly 12 to one. The Washington Times, okay? A new study confirms what even the most casual observer of higher education has long known, okay? Everybody knows this, right? Uh, that conservative professors are vastly outnumbered by liberal ones, but it also shows that the problem is getting worse, all right? So you, you have 
a massive amount uh, of, you know, 11 and a half to 12 uh, per, uh, liberal professors um, to to uh, conservative professors. Now, that that's... I, I'm not trying to make a, a, the argument here about that liberal professors are inherently bad or that conservative professors are inherently good. What I'm saying is, is that when you have kids that go off to school, you have these people that are typically uh, liberal leaning that are teaching them. And these liberal leaning professors, typically speaking, have a negative view of capitalism. I had uh, in, in the, the one of the classes that I took in business school before I dropped out, I had a uh, professor um, that was very pro-socialist, very left-leaning, anti-capitalism. And this was in my business, okay, uh, um, class, right? I was getting a business degree. And uh, basically, my professor was arguing, in fact, this is um, the, the class that I stood up and, and, and left uh, and walked out of. My, the class was arguing, he was arguing that uh, basically capitalism is, you know, is the death of society. That's a bad idea and that we should be social. And it's a business school. It's crazy, right? And the reason that is, going back to this book here, right, is because we have a society that has... Uh, their view of capitalism is Wall Street, right? And what does Wall Street do? Wall Street is basically, a, and I'm oversimplifying here, I very much understand that, but they, they're a money management firm. I mean, I, I know it's many, many companies, but like they basically go and they're the ones that control all the big corporate wealth, right? And so it used to be that we would invest, we would take risks, right? And we would go and we would innovate and we would, you know, this is how the car was created. This is why Facebook was created. This is why Google was created. This is why massive technological developments were created. But now most of these companies on Wall Street, they're focused on one thing. They're focused on profits, they're focused on the bottom line. That is it, right? And now you go and you look at people like Elon Musk. And what's crazy is, is that the reason that Elon Musk is making heaps and bounds, the reason that Elon Musk is one of the wealthiest people in the world is because he actually went and he took risks, he innovated. The dude has sent rockets into space, right? Stuff that NASA, the government couldn't do. He figured out how to go and do it. Nobody could do it before he did it, right? Uh, he, he's inventing electric cars and, and completely revolutionizing the car market and the electric energy market, right? He's gone out and he's created immense amounts of value in the world of actual value. He's actually made the world better. He's actually created tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of jobs, right? And he's done so by actually creating a product that is gonna better society. You can't look at Tesla and be like, oh yeah, they're making the world worse. No, they're focused on clean, reliable, uh, renewable energies, right? They're trying to cut down on uh, you know, uh, fossil fuels, which whether or not you agree with it or not, like it's, like, here's the thing. You might not believe that that global warming is a thing or or that, uh, that climate change is affected by, um, you know, by fossil fuels. Here's the thing. Listen, I absolutely believe that climate change is real. I absolutely believe that, uh, that you know, the world is changing, but I, I actually don't inherently have a problem with, with oil, right? Like, I, 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 don't, like I don't really think that uh, us or, um, having carbon emissions from our cars and like things like that, I don't really inherently think that that's, the biggest factor of climate change. I think we have much bigger problems with plastic and trash and, and, and things. And I know, yes, plastic comes from oil. I get it. I'm talking specifically about carbon emissions, whatever. But regardless, I, I, don't, think, I don't think that it, climate change is as big of a crisis as, as people are making it out to be. I really don't. However, you can't say that uh, uh, trying to move towards renewable energy and fossil, uh, you know, away from fossil fuels is a bad thing, right? It's not bad. It's not, and so like... You, Elon Musk has gone and fundamentally changed the world. He changed the rocket space. He changed the, the car space, he changed the energy space, he changed the battery space. All of this by focusing on innovation, by focusing on products, not by focusing on profits, not by focusing on, and I'm not saying those things aren't important, but I mean, 
he didn't focus on the bottom line of just getting rich. He became wealthy by actually going out there and innovating and creating and, 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 and yeah, innovating and creating. That's and creating real actual value. And that's what capitalism should be focused on. And so in this book, going back to the zero to one, in this book, Peter Thiel argues that the reason uh, that America is where it's at today is people have stopped taking risks. People have stopped innovating. And I think that's Elon Musk's point here as well, is that NBA students, right? People that have graduated from college when 12 of their professors were liberal and only one was conservative. And most of those liberal professors do not have a positive idea of, of capitalism, which by the way, capitalism is the greatest thing to happen in the history of mankind uh, for, for civilization. It's the thing that has moved civilization forward. It's the thing that has created more wealth uh, and, and, and prosperity than anything else in the history of mankind, right? Outside of God creating the universe itself, right? Like capitalism is the thing that has driven things forward. There's, there absolutely is flaws with capitalism, but like, if you live in America today, I need to do a podcast episode just on this. If you live in America today, even if you are in poverty, you are still, it's still the greatest time in the history of mankind to be alive. It just is, right? Like you can be like, oh man, Josh, how could you say that? There's poor people that are living on the streets. I'm like, yes, but guess what? It used to be that uh, you had to grow your own food, right? It used to be that if you didn't plant in the, in the springtime and harvest in the, you know, in the harvest time, you were hungry all winter, right? And now, even if you're a homeless person, you can still go to the store and, and get canned food if you have a couple bucks, right? You can still have, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, even if you're on unemployment, you're getting money from the government, you have roads, you have air conditioning and heating and technology and, and, and food that's abundant. Even, like, you know, see what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's the fundamental, like you, even if you're dead broke, like imagine if you're absolutely dead broke, you're homeless, you're completely dead broke, right? And you're, you're laying on the street, okay? It used to be like 500 years ago or you know, 10, 5,000 years ago, like whatever it was, like if you did that, like the only food that you could have is like you'd have to figure out a way to go shoot a deer or find some animal that you could kill while you're homeless on the street and do nothing, right? Now all you have to do is figure out a way to come up with a couple bucks to go to Walmart and buy a can of soup and you, you fed. You're fed, right? The possibility is there. The, so anyway, a, a little tangent on there. But anyway, my point in saying all this is that Elon Musk comes out with this you know, statement. Obviously, people on the left are attacking him. Obviously, people you know, that, that uh, are the, as I have a client of mine um, and uh, one, of the, one of the owners of the company, uh, his name is Jimmy. He, he calls them intellectual idiots, all right? He's like, intellectual idiots. They don't know how to get anything done. And that's the issue, right? People, a lot of MBA people, they're smart in theory. They're smart in school, but they have no real actual experience creating products and running a company and taking risk and developing and creating, right? And when you understand that value is not created simply by managing money or focusing on profits, value is created by actually going out there and making a, a product or a service that's actually going to change the world for the better, like that's where it's created. And I think that's Elon Musk's point. And so I, my, my point in creating this podcast and <coughs> excuse me, um, my point in creating this podcast was to say like, listen, we need to stop focusing or glorifying degrees and, and theories and really start understanding that capitalism, that's not what capitalism is about. That's not what entrepreneurship is about. What entrepreneurship is about, what capitalism is about what the free market is about is creating real value in society, taking risk, innovating, and that's what's ultimately going to go and move the world forward. Because people on Wall here's the thing, people on Wall Street, and I don't want to put words in Elon Musk's mouth here because obviously he oh man, did I 
get off the article. Here's the article, yeah. Uh, let's see, was it in this article that I read it from him? Hold on. Um, <laughs> but the business school leaders reported fired back. Well, yeah, no kidding. I bet you they fired back at him. Um, but business school leaders reportedly fired back um, at Musk, telling the journal that MBA programs actually help teach business leaders how to develop products and engage with customers. Okay, all right, whatever you say. My business professor taught me that socialism was the answer and capitalism was evil. So, you know, that's, that's what I learned in business school. Oh my gosh. Anyway, my point in saying all this is that if you, want, if you want to move society forward, if you want to make a positive impact in the world, your job is to be an innovator. It is to be a creator. It is to fundamentally go out there and figure out how to create value. It is not simply to go out there and manage money and just focus on profits. That's why people hate capitalism. People hate capitalism. People hate entrepreneurship because they look at Wall Street and they go, they have stupid amounts of money. That's not capitalism. That's wealth management. That's money management. That's just screw, I mean, like, I want to say screwing people over, but not, not everybody on Wall Street does that, but a lot of people, right? Like, that's not focused on making the world better. That's not focused on innovating. That's not focused on creating a good product. I mean, Elon Musk literally says it right here, okay? When I spent too much time in a conference room, that's when things have gone a wire for me. But when I spend time on the factory floor, really using the cars or thinking about the rockets, that's when things have gotten better. Okay. People have it backwards. Um, there should be more focus on the product itself and less time in board meetings. Okay. Why? Because when you're focused on the product itself, you're focused on the customer. Okay. I spend a majority of my time when I'm going through and I'm trying to figure out how to market something or I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to sell something. I spend time focusing on the product. I spend time focusing on like, okay, what is this, like, how can we make the product better? Because if I'm gonna, like, I can market things, but I'm not gonna market a, a faulty product. But if people come in to a product that I'm gonna sell and they actually go and get results with it, if they actually go and it changes their life for the better, if they actually go and, and can get a result that they couldn't have gotten before, whether it's a physical product or a digital product or a coaching product or a service, like whatever it is, and they're satisfied with it, then they're gonna have word of mouth referrals. Then they're going to talk about and, and showcase their amazing results and everything's gonna point back to that and there's this ripple effect. There's this compound interest effect of that. Um, think, uh, think about this. Elon Musk and um, Tesla, they do not have a marketing department. I want you to think about this. I want you to th think about how crazy this is and I'm gonna verify this right now. Does Tesla have a marketing department? No. Uh, there is no marketing team or chief marketing officer. What's more is Tesla's advertising budget is zero. The largest car company in the world does not have a marketing budget. They do not have a chief marketing officer. What I do, marketing, they don't have one. Why? Because Elon Musk knows how to use his influence. He knows how to use or build a really, really good product, a really, really good vehicle that people like to buy and they have lines out the doors. They can't fulfill orders fast enough. That's what happens when you have a very good product, you understand the market and you spend time actually focusing on that. That's not something that they're gonna teach you in business school. That's not something that you're gonna learn in theory. You're, you have to go out there and you have to actually execute on that. So my point in saying all this is uh, great book, zero to one, go check this out by Peter Thiel. Uh, I'll link the article down below uh, to the article for, um, uh, Elon Musk's, this is on Fox Business, like I said, looks like this. Elon Musk has too many MBAs running companies. There he is right there. All right, guys, I uh, hope this was valuable. Go out there and be an innovator.
When I talk about capitalism, when I talk about uh, entrepreneurship, when I talk about changing the world for the better, I mean be an innovator. I'm not saying be greedy. I'm not saying be... Um, uh, I'm not saying be morally tone deaf and focus everything on profits. I'm saying actually go out there and make a significant difference in the world. That comes through innovation. That comes by doing. That comes by taking action. That does not come by um, being greedy. And it does not come through, uh, well, really just being, like, it does not come through the liberals' version of capitalism. It comes through the entrepreneur's version of capitalism. It comes through the Elon Musk version of capitalism. It comes through the Peter Thiel version of capitalism. It comes through innovation. It comes through growth. It comes through doing. It comes through trial and error. It comes from focusing on the customer. It comes from actually going out there and trying to serve the people and serve your customers better, right? Why is Think Different Theory successful? Why do our customers have an incredible repeat buy rate, right? I mean, like most of my customers buy more than one time. Almost all of them have bought more than one product from me. Why? Because our products are solid. Because we take the time to actually focus on the customer. Because we have incredible customer service. Because we've gone out there and said, okay, how do we take a problem and how do we find an incredible solution to that problem that hasn't been solved that way before? And how do we make a product that's going to deliver? It's going to be easy to use, easy to understand and, and have incredible you know, service. It's going to solve their problems, right? That's what we're focused on when we're talking about capitalism. That's what we're focused on. We're talking about innovation is creating something from nothing, creating new ideas and going out there to the world and executing them. Highly recommend the book. Uh, check out the article. Elon Musk is like literally one of my favorite entrepreneurs. And um, like I said, we're, try we're trying up some new things with the podcast here, trying some shorter content, some longer content. Um, the interviews are typically longer. My personal uh, little clips like this are typically a little bit shorter. Um, I really like um, the Bet, uh, Bet David show. Uh, Patrick Bet David, he's got a really cool show. He's got some short clips on there about different things. And I thought it'd be cool to incorporate a little bit more articles, a little bit more theories, a little bit more questions on things. Um, and uh, I have obviously my opinions on things, but I, I want to get back to asking uh, some really good questions, posing some good ideas, some good theories. And... Um, allowing you guys to go and make your own decisions. So read this book, check out the article. We'd love to know your thoughts down in the comments, whether or not you agree, whether you disagree, comment down below. Let me know. Hit the like button, hit the love button. Subscribe if you're listening on audio. And uh, I hope you guys have an awesome day. Happy Monday, everybody. Go out there and rock and roll this week. And um, oh, we're going to take a one week break over Christmas, by the way. Um, I'll let you guys know. Not this week. Let's see. Um, it will be... It will be the week of, so I'm, I'm off the 21st, the week of the 21st. So I won't be recording podcast episodes that week. So it'll be the week of the 28th, uh, between Christmas and new year's. We're going to be doing a week off of the podcast there. Season three is not over. We're just taking a week off, uh, from the podcast just because I will be with family and with loved ones, uh, celebrating Christmas and new year's, the birth of our savior, which is super, super awesome guys. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to all of you. Hope you have a wonderful day. Like I said, comment down below with that like button, hit the love button, share it out. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. As always, hustle, hustle, God bless. Do not be afraid to think different because those of us that think different are going to be the ones that change the world. Look at that. Look at this. I got this picture. It's a Dream 100 gift. Think different. Uh, on there, we got Martin Luther King. We've got uh, John Lennon. We got Steve Jobs. We got Albert Einstein. Some of the, the greatest, greatest minds of, uh, well, maybe not the greatest minds, but some great minds um, of, uh, of, of the world. So guys, I love you all. I'll see you on the next episode. Take it easy, fam. Peace.